Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. So, um, on who do you think are the heroes this younger generation today. I mean, who well, I feel like you were blog radio that you just found out that you blog radio shows. I mean, those are the heroes. Commend you for having this kind of discussion and commend your audience for this. My pleasure. Have a good evening. Today, I am honored to have as my guest the mayor of Down North Carolina, Mayor William B. Bell. Well, I appreciate it, man. I admire you for, you know, taking on initiative. Thank you. That's nothing I can do. Continue to listen to Shirley's show and listening to Far Rock Live. I am your host, Shirley, and today we're going to talk about getting an education beyond the high school level. We're broadcasting today, which is actually Sunday, the 22nd of February. Um, I did broadcast a show live Friday from a location at an um, event that I attended for the grad school. However, I lost the signal during the broadcast. We were at a remote location, so the show didn't record. I attempted to recapture the momentum by re-interviewing one of the three original students the next day, and unfortunately deleted the audio accidentally. I have this new... Um, digital recorder and I'm still learning how to operate it. So I want to dedicate this show to those three um, initial people that I interviewed and I'll, I'll just give their first names which is Adam, Tamika, and Yawen. Thank you so much. They shared their experiences and had some advice for young people. Adam had such a bubbly personality, and his personality radiated as he spoke about all the interviews that he had been on so far. And Tamika, a dynamic young lady, was so passionate about her discussion about how important and and supportive her parents have been throughout her life and how they're a role model for her as well. And she also feels it's important for her to be a role model for young people today who are not as fortunate as she is to have that strong support system. And I thank her so much for her input. She's also hoping to someday break down those stereotypical images and those preconceived notions of what these young people think it is to be a scientist. And she wants to show them the research side of the science. And then I also had a chance to speak with a young lady who was, I think, I believe she was born in Singapore by the name of Yawen, and she was so energetic, and she shared about the importance of staying focused and going after what you believe in. 
But I did manage to save, before I went out for the other interviews, two interviews that I had did also over the weekend. Um, one with, was with, again, another student who was visiting from out of the country. She's a young lady from London, and she was interviewing for the graduate-level Ph.D. program. And I also had an opportunity to speak with a first-year student who also went through the recruitment process, and she'll share some of her experiences as well. How important is it for our young people to continue school beyond the high school level? And what is it going to take for those who are disenfranchised to reach beyond mediocrity to continue learning at a higher edu education, at a higher level? The U.S. has been transformed from a manufacturing-based economy to an economy that is based on knowledge. And the importance of a college education today can be compared to mm, that of a high school education about 40 years ago. It serves as a gateway to better options and more opportunities. Youth today have the opportunity well, to read all kinds of books. You have the opportunity when you go to college to listen to lectures from top experts in their field. And this stimulation encourages you to think, to ask questions, and to explore new ideas, which allow for additional growth and development and provide college graduates with an edge in the job market over those who uh, may not have as much experience educationally. One of the things that I love about working at a university is the opportunities I have to listen at vibrant lectures from top experts and also to enjoy quality events and activities. And these things are often funny. For example, last night I had the pleasure of attending a spectacular classical music concert that featured the work of a Pulitzer Prize winning composer. And the best part, it was absolutely free. A few months ago, I um, attended a panel discussion where the now first black uh, chairman of the Republican Committee was one of the panelists. These are just some of the opportunities that are available, and had I not been working in the academic setting, I probably would have missed out on them. And, the, and by me being able to attend these events and lectures, these experiences, um, they heighten my awareness, and they allow me to grow and develop beyond my classical points of view. So if I have any youth out there listening to this broadcast, imagine how much you can learn about yourself and the world you live in if you stay in school and seek an education beyond the high school level. And I see my friend has joined me in the chat room, one of many men. It is so good to see you up and about again, my brother. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate you being here. So I'm going to share, um, during this broadcast, I'm going to share two interviews that I did uh, with uh, one is from a candidate for the graduate school program, and the other interview is from a first-year graduate student. 
You know, one of the primary focuses of President Obama's campaign and current agenda is to provide funding opportunities for people to be able to afford to get a college education. You know, it's my thinking that that shouldn't be a difficult task, especially when you think about other countries are doing it for their citizens. There are so many countries that provide scholarships for their students to get a college degree. And not just a college degree, not just a master's degree. They are paying for their citizens to go to school to get PhDs. A few months ago, I had the opportunity to meet an undergrad student who was visiting the campus from Puerto Rico. And she told me that the government of her country is now encouraging students to pursue graduate-level le- um, graduate education to the completion of a PhD. And if their parents can't afford the cost of college, of course, the government it picks up the expenses. And there are students from all over the world getting graduate school educations that the government of their country sponsors. And of course, there are many stipulations that upon completion of the PhD programs, the students have to return back to the countries to perform some years of service as a payback for their education. Should the, should the United States do no less for its citizens? I'd like to also take a moment to give out the call-in number for those of you who are interested in calling into the show and giving me some feedback about um, your opinion and what you think um, is important for kids to do to pursue uh, a college education. The call-in number is 347-202-0207. So right now I'm going to take a moment and play portions of the first of the two ladies that I spoke with this um, over the weekend. The first young lady, like I said, is here visiting from out of the country. She's here from London, uh, London, England, and this is what she had to say. And I have another student here. Her name is Gladys Ang, and she's all the way here from London. Imperial College London. Okay, Imperial College London. And this is her first time in the United States. How exciting is that? So she's going to talk a little bit about her experiences, and where does she see herself in the future? Um, um, It's been a lot of uh, fun coming to the U.S. and really looking at how people um, conduct their research, what their interests are, and it's really something I want to pursue in the future. Like, um, I look up to a lot of these scientists, and I, I do see myself following their footsteps and hopefully contributing something to the scientific community. And what areas specifically in the sciences are you interested in pursuing? Um, I particularly like uh, viruses, so I will probably work in virology. So when do you actually graduate, or have you graduated from undergrad yet? Um, I haven't graduated. I'll probably graduate in July. So what what advice would you have for any student anywhere? We have kind of a high dropout rate among the, the high school students. So what advice would you have for them as far as continuing their education? Well, I'd say just find something you really, really are interested in and just go for it. Yeah, okay. All right. So... If you're still asking yourself why should you go to college, it's important to remember 
that a significant amount of opportunities are available for college graduates. The global economy is becoming increasingly more competitive, and in order to give yourself the best chance for a well-paying job, you must first understand the importance of a college education. The last interview that I want to play, this one is from the first-year graduate student who is actually pursuing her Ph.D. in the sciences and specifically in the field of um, molecular genetics and microbiology. But before I play her interview, I'd like to say that all of the students that I had a chance to speak with um, this weekend are all dynamic young people who are focused and determined to get their education. They know what they want to do. They know what it takes to get where they want to be, and they're willing to do it. So, you know, we live in a society now where there's so much opportunity and so much information out there. You know, it's pretty much um, no excuses. One of the things that I like about one of what one of the young ladies shared, Tamika, I believe it was, she said that we have that the students you have to be self motivated. You know, if you're a young person and you're thinking about dropping out of college, you have to think beyond what's going on now in your life. You have to think about your future and you have to do whatever it takes to motivate yourself and to find those mentors and surround yourself with people who are going to encourage and support you in your endeavors. So let's take a listen and hear what the second person uh, by the name of Yvonne has to share with the audience tonight. Another student here. She's a first-year student in the program. Her name is Yvonne Mobley, and she assisted us. She helped out quite a lot with this weekend's recruitment. As I said earlier, the department that I work in has an annual recruitment of the grad school applicants, and um, Yvonne played a significant role in hosting some of the students. Do you want to talk about that experience? Yes. Um, for me, in terms of hosting the students, I know that when I was going through the interview process, my hosts were very helpful and answered a lot of questions. So this is kind of a way for me to help out the next generation of students that will hopefully be coming to Duke and really giving them a positive view of what Duke is and answering their questions and assisting them throughout the weekend. And she can certainly relate to what they're feeling. And now she's been here a whole year. So what's the grad school pro um, process? What has it been like for you so far? Well, this first year I spent the majority of the time doing rotations in different labs, so I've been able to kind of go around and see what a lot of the different labs are doing and really experience a lot of the different cultures of the labs and trying to figure out and narrow down exactly which lab I would like to join and what my interests are in terms of lab rotations, but then also taking classes. And for me, the classes have been very interesting because my background was not in genetics and microbiology. Um, in undergrad, I actually did ecology and evolutionary biology, so this has been a really big learning process for me, learning a different side of science than what I've been used to. That's quite a change going from ecology to molecular genetics and microbiology, my goodness. But how did you get interested in the sciences as opposed to some other fields? Well, originally in undergrad, I was pre-med, so I'd done all of my pre-med requirements, and I got to my junior year, had taken the MCAT and everything, and was about ready to apply, and I really started kind of reflecting and thinking about why it was that I wanted to go to medical school, medical school and if I really did want to go, and I realized that I didn't. Um, I had always been really good at science growing up, and so a lot of my mentors and people were saying, oh, well, since you're good at science, then you should go to medical school. And I'd never really even known about the other side of science where you can get a doctorate, your Ph.D., or a master's, or anything like that. And so I got to college, and I saw that side and was working in a lab alongside graduate students. 
And then I realized that I like science and not necessarily the medical field, and so I should go to graduate school instead of medical school. And you said something that's key there. You talked about how crucial your mentors were for you during that whole process. And a lot of times um, in the low-income communities, the kids don't have that support system at home. So what recommendation would you have for them to maybe seek mentorship outside of the house? I think mentorship is extremely, extremely important. I do believe that one of the ways that I've been able to accomplish some of the things that I've accomplished has been through mentorship and the people that I've had in my life that have really helped me out along the way. I actually personally grew up in a single family, a single parent, low-income home myself, and so without mentorship and the people that have really been in my life to kind of help and guide me through applying to college, applying to scholarships, and really trying to figure out what it is I want to do with my life overall has been extremely important. What kind of grades did you get in undergrad and high school? Um, in high school, I actually graduated valedictorian in my class, so I had really good grades then. In college, it was a little bit more of a struggle. I went to Princeton, so it was kind of like the best of the best. So um, kind of middle of the road, nothing extremely fancy in terms of my grades. So, Did you feel a lot of pressure when you were at Princeton to maintain a certain GPA or to compete with the other students? There definitely was a lot of pressure. Um, and even for me, coming from a community where a lot of the students around me didn't go to college or didn't really even graduate high school, I felt like, you know, I really had to kind of show that our community did have something good that was coming from it. So I had that pressure as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate So attending college provides students with the knowledge and experience that they are unable to receive from secondary education. And finding a way to fund a higher education now can pay off in a huge way in years to come. So who said you have to go to college? Come on, let's face the facts. If everyone went to college, who would run the fast food restaurants? Who would drive the taxis? Who would collect the trash? Don't get me wrong, I don't have anything against these three fields that I mentioned. As a matter of fact, I use all of those services. The point I'm making is that unless you educate yourself, you will be limiting your career options and earning potentials. And we spend two-thirds of our lives working. So don't you want to spend that time working at something you enjoy doing? So again, young people, if you're thinking about going to college, take the initiative now and begin searching for funding opportunities at the local, federal, and corporate levels. And if you need more information about searching for money to pay for college, contact me, and I'll do everything that I can to help you pursue your dreams. You can email me at Ms. Williams, that's M-Z-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S, at gmail.com. So, again, I'd like to take a moment also and um, say thank you to Tamika, Adam, and Yawen, the three people who I interviewed earlier this week but didn't get a chance to broadcast their statements, and I wish them all the best in their pursuits of a higher education. And I don't doubt at all that they will all be successful in whatever endeavors that they pursue. So that is going to do it for my show tonight. And um, thank you so much for listening to the show. I am your host, Shirley. So till then next week, I'm going to have a returning guest, a local rapper who was on the – actually, he was on one of the first shows that I did several months ago. 
and his name is Your Highness. So I'm looking forward to having him back on the show. And have a blessed evening. And again, if you're interested in learning how you can go about paying for college and you want more information about searching for funding opportunities, email me at mswilliams at gmail.com. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.